podcast. Yes, I'm doing a podcast. back people this is don't sleep on the couch podcast i'm your boy mr prez and with me always but unfortunately not today cash for the new people joining us for the first time don't sleep on the couch podcast is a podcast about sports music and culture what culture black culture cash and myself have been holding this down for a minute now we have Bonus episodes, bonus series, all this sitting out there. So we have over 172 other episodes for you to go back and listen to. If you feel so inclined, we do things. uh, We do quarterly reviews. We do mid-year reviews. We do end-of-the-year reviews. We have top 10 lists sprinkled up in between that, just of our all-time favorites. Uh, We speak on current topics. We have a only the classic series where we go back and revisit a specific album and we go track by track breaking that down. I mean, we got a plethora of uh, episodes out there and content for you to go back out there and enjoy. Hopefully you will subscribe and engage with us as we put out future content. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, t- Twitter at don't sleep underscore dot net. Now, with all that out the way, uh, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. On this week's episode, we're going to go back and, you know, take a look at some of our old episodes, some of our content, and bring uh, some listeners up to speed. Uh, So, with the first thing that we're going to look at is, uh, is your top five constantly changing? This is from episode 110. My top five? I think they're getting played with now. I I, I, I want to throw the correct people in these top five. I think the, when we mention some names, they have that notoriety and they keep they they continue on. But are they the best <laughs> at what they do? And I, I I think that's in question. I think it is, man. Uh, but here's the thing, Pret. Like a lot of these these guys that like Royce and Rand, they in their forties. They they in their forties. They, they may not look like it, and you know, black don't crack and all that good stuff. But they are vets in their in their own right. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think it should shift. Like I got my top five dead rappers, and I got my top five active, and I got my personal top five. So I got I cheat. I give you fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, would, that would sound like that would. Sound I got like, to, man. I got to, because it's it's overall when you take everything into account, then you it's a different t- type of top five. The accolades and all those other things that come with it, like you know how we do it, man. You can have your personal top five, and that be your personal. But then when you talk about who's really the who's top doing five, it right now yeah, right yeah. now that's that's like, that's, that, that's that gotta top be five and shifted big time and i think uh what was it like mtv did this a while ago top five or or they had a top 10 list of the the moment and uh when they had came out with that but uh, wrong platform and wrong people judging i think that's where that kind of fell off to the white side but that whole thought process i think was is really it's really worth it 
it, it kind of has to be viewed like we we need to think about that like who's like the hottest like performing like right now not of like all time because then it get all construed and stuff and you can bring all this up but like right now the, the top tier I got I got Red, I got Benny, I got I got Conway up in that man. Like uh we got uh Corday and J I D. Cork. Yeah, I mean I, I it, it gets it gets shifted and it got none of the top names that you would usually speak of right now in my top in my top. No, it's just if I'm going off of what I enjoy the most and what I'm rewinding, these these guys are taking me back to the days where when I fell in love with rap. Real talk. Real talk, when it was about what I was listening to and who was spitting the hardest, that that's this is what it's bringing me to. But now these guys that are quote unquote underground rappers, press, it's they're not rapping like that. You know what I mean? They're they're putting together good songs and good music. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not. But yeah, like the, like the, my listen, like I said, it got flipped all upside down. Now I'm it's. I, I said, and I thought I was thinking about it yesterday. I was just like, it's it's not none of those names, not none of those names that you usually call out that I would say that I look forward to, and I'm I'm like, hey, Phenom, like, hey, when they next track coming out, or when they next project coming out. Care less if Jay Z has another album coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Care less if Nas got another album coming out. It was good, but I mean, I'm not like, I, they're not you got enough of bringing it. You something. Got enough of it. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't bringing out something new, fresh, you know, like every every single time with it. it ain't coming out like, man, they killed it. You, 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 it happens, but it's not as frequent as these other ones. Like you come out, like they bought it that verse. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's just because they, it comes from a pace of being comfortable. Like a lot of our favorite rappers that we grew up that are more of a household name, they don't necessarily have to do it anymore. So when they poke their heads out. And you hear them, and it actually sounds good. You're like, okay, this reminds me of that old guy. But when they pop out and it's just okay, you give them a pass too. At the same time, it's like almost like so. The J Cole dropped a couple of weeks ago, which I'm I'm still listening to, and he was in my he's in my other top five, right? Like when I sit back and think of overall what the guy brings to the game, body of work and all those things about the guys that's actively doing it right now, then he's in my top five. You know what I mean? But personally, who I'm going to listen to right now and I'm rushing rushing for, he's not in it. You know what I mean? Even though I love this album. I love, I have not stopped playing this current J. Cole album. But, you know, now he got guys on his own label that I really rock with and that are the next generation and are bringing some fresh sounds and rapping a little bit different and doing some different things with their rhyme schemes to where I'm like, this is fresh. This is refreshing. I, I like this. And maybe I've just not putting these guys like Drake and him out the pasture or Wale, but prove it again. Come back. Hit me with something like J. Cole just did. Reshift my top five. You know what I mean? And I think Cole did that for a lot of people this time around. Just... I'm just saying as a comparison, that's kind of where I'm going with these top five lists as they keep circulating them. Man, now you brought me on some another tough time. We're going off. We're going off the beat path. Let's right? go off, man. This is our thing, <laughs> man. Go off. Go off. Get it off. Have you been getting the little babies the best like type talks from certain groups? <laughs> like all of us? No, I haven't been I haven't album. been getting 
Yeah, I haven't been getting it, but I've definitely heard of heard them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh just like they they I understand his album just won uh, for one of these awards. I forget which award it was, but he's just won for like top top album last year. And I'm like, yeah, it was a good album. This is why completely This is why you my man. This is why you my <laughs> man. Because we are not in the same place, but we literally go ahead, finish your point. Cause I, I got a hot take. I got a hot take on that. Go ahead. Yeah. You got the floor. Yeah. He had a he had a good album. I don't, I don't think it was like great, but like it was progressing as an artist. Like I, I could see his potential and stuff growing. I'm like the the, the tracks he didn't drop since then, and the features he's been featured on since then. I I feel like you know he's he's, he's on that rise, and uh, his topics have got a little bit more deeper and everything, and more in tune to uh to every the, the situation, the outside world that's going on. So like uh, I, I'm I'm liking everything that I hear from him now, but I'm not gonna go post honestly and just like oh elevate this other album that I you know at the time when it came out I, I just didn't agree was the top of that year. I just didn't see that it was other albums that came out that was like better than that one. But he is on the rise, and I could definitely can see him continue to like build. I'm ready. I want to hear his next project, and hopefully that has a better opportunity to be great than uh, and continue to build off his success. I'm gonna keep it a buck. You got the bigger picture that was dope, right? We all we all say that was dope. Then you got we win. You got the Drake feature, Daddy Body. Who you are, said what? that was dope. I didn't say we win was dope. But people like it. I'm just saying, people like it. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, then you had the Drake feature that he killed, and it was somebody else's, a, a big dog out. Oh, he's on J. Cole's album. You know what I mean? So that's the momentum is there. Why are we in such a rush to put him as the top dude when a lot of people have had features? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people have had features, and with that said, like you really, you really can't take a feature run and not have the album. You don't, he don't have that album that dominated. There's a lot of other cats in his same come up time frame that have albums that are better. You know what I mean? He's killing shit now. And don't get me wrong, this ain't a shit on Lil Baby, but we gotta, we gotta pump the brakes. We, we gotta pump the brakes and allow him to come through every every sign every sign points to him being able to reach that every sign he's doing it we just named all the features he's doing it but the talk is premature until he delivers on an album period that that's 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 where i draw the line at the album last album was okay not okay it was really good but it wasn't it wasn't to that level quite yet. It wasn't to that level quite yet. So I'm going to need to see now that he got this momentum, I'm going to need to see that album. And if he does it right then and there, I have no problems bowing down and saying, you got it. You got it. It's your time now. It's your time now. So that that's what I'll say to yeah. the little baby thing. And I don't know about so. bowing down, but I do agree with what you're saying. I will acknowledge, you know, that he did, he's in the, the top tier groups. Single 
uh, DMX interview. That'll be a separate video coming out, not part of this pod. So if you want to check that out, uh, go ahead and li- uh, subscribe to us on YouTube to check out that review. That's what that's going to live at. It's not going to be on the audio portion, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll give you a little hot take and stuff of it uh, next week uh, when we come back for the full review. But the initial review is going to be YouTube only. Yep, yep. Hey, we got to do what we got to do. So y'all, y'all navigate on over to YouTube land. And uh, you know what we'll you know what we'll do, Press? We'll do the video, put the video up, and then we'll drop the DMX review separately. That way okay. people don't miss out. There we go. Yeah, so you so you don't miss out. We get both best of both. So when we do that, we'll drop that audio as well. So you may have two drops this week, uh, you, uh, two audio drops this week. It's going to be one for the regular pod and one for the DMX review. It's going to be real short. Uh, it should be a lot shorter. It ain't going to be no hour long or nothing like that, but it'll be like probably 15 minutes or so. All right, man. That's cool. cool. All right. So where are we going next? The sports or culture? So now we're going to jump into episode 114 with a look at uh, 2021's most overrated album. This was a collab with the Great Minds podcast. I personally thought it was a great topic. Enjoy. Let's go with overrated album. Let's let's start with overrated album. So who wants to start this thing off? I can start right now. Yeah, so no, the overrated to me, because the way I looked at it is basically music that I listen to, right? So I'm kind of biased for what I listen to. So it's like, all right, if I didn't hear it, I can't say it's 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 um you know overrated because I didn't check it out. But for me, it was the course of the inevitable by Lloyd Banks. I heard it twice, and I probably never hear it again. This to be this to be this to be be blunt, and it took me back to why I probably won't because he sounds like oh three and oh four still, and and that's why <laughs> I couldn't get into him for full albums. You know what I'm saying? Back then, singles, yeah, but not albums. And I felt the same flow. He had Ransom on there. He had, you know, um, of course he had, I think he had um, um, Royce, right? I think Royce is on track. He had people, Freddie Gibbs is on some track, I think a track. But the flow just didn't grab me. So I'll never hear it again, ever in my life. <laughs> Be ready for the blowback. Be ready for the blowback. Uh, <laughs> people feel strongly uh, about that album. Oh, oh yeah, yeah they coming for I, you. Yo, he has some stands. We still getting comments on the review. We still getting negative comments on that. Yo, you know how you know how music changes, right? It changes like fashion. You feel me? So, so you're not still wearing baggage your bowls anymore, right? So, so why do I want to hear the same flow from 03, 02? You got to evolve in some form of fashion, and I feel that he didn't evolve it. But kudos to him because it's, it's, it's independent album. It's dope for him. Get your money. But I will just never listen to it again. And I could I could take your opinion on that. That's 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 definitely a a good take on it. I mean, you said exactly what I said. Like the delivery, his 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 style of flow that he chooses don't change. And it was evident with those uh, guests that you mentioned, the way they deliver and you know had that little ad libs or whatever they have in the background. Whereas like with Lloyd Banks, it's just like everything he says is the last word that he says. It's emphasized if he throws anything into the mix in the background. And I mean, it's just the music and the style that we see needs to change. And that part still sounds, makes it sound extra dated. Right. Yes. Right. Can right. more? I'll hop, I'll hop on next, man. I got the same album. Um, of course, the inevitable is the most overrated to me. Um, <laughs> I, I gave like 
Like I like, like I like, well, you know, I like old Lloyd Banks and stuff like that. And and the crazy thing to me on on Twitter is like they talk about like Lloyd Banks, like he's like a god, and I'm just like, yo, you know, I like them with G Unit. Um, I think he has like, you know, on his first album, Hunger for More, all that. I think he has like um great punchlines that I still say, you know, say in rap still today, you know, stuff like that. But like, you know, when you tell me something's like album of the year hands down or can a candidate for album of the year I, I i you know that ain't flying for me so um with that being said i, I like vaughn i i think i heard it twice full fully through um and now the flow is the same the flow is the same throughout um the only difference is you could tell he's a little bit more wiser because he throws in like jewels and stuff like that but it's all within the same flow um it gets like very monotonous and then, like the feature, he had um, dope features, but but again, like you know, I I think uh, I think Ransom washed him. Um, I think Freddie did. Um, I think uh, Benny had a better verse. Um, and like, not to say what he's saying, not to say that Styles, Styles, Styles yeah, well. uh, and, and and not to say that what he was saying was whack. But but for me, uh, if you're talking about album of the year candidate, like. And I'm not going back to listen to it. That's overrated to me. Prez, what about you? What you got as your overrated? Uh, my overrated album, man. Uh, I don't know if some people are going to find this disrespectful, but I don't mean it in no disrespectful sense. But just uh, the way they was elevating it and what the product that was given wasn't wasn't didn't add up. And that's the DMX Exodus album. And uh, respect everything about X, its old catalog and everything. But uh, I, it, it just felt like it was kind of rushed for that to be out for his uh, death, his burial and all this and just capitalize off. So it felt like a money grab. Uh, the, the process was done and we didn't seen it done in other instances. Most recently, like uh, with uh, with uh, last year uh, and with Pop Smoke and people took their time and delivered a good project. This right here seems like some of the verses, especially like the Wayne verse and all these things, it was like half, half, haphazard. Like, I think people talk about the Jay-Z, talking about it seemed like an old dated. Uh, so it didn't link up. It was a couple of songs on there that are great. But for an overall project, I think they should have took their time a little bit more on it. And uh, I mean, you want to give the man his flowers. I, I, I will say that his back catalog is outstanding for the project that was presented to us at that time. I'm not I'm not gonna big it up, and it felt like it was overly with Swiss beats, like over like heavily with his his influence. You know what I mean? And I think to show that man the proper respect would have just been a hey, given his proper just do list stuff. You know, come out and be perfect. Hell, we still get Nipsey Hustle verses right now, and every time they signed Immaculate, and it sounded like, hey, we lost a king. You know what I mean? We lost somebody great. Uh, I can't say the same for that DMX project. It just felt like man, he was making it feel like he was past his prime. This is all that he could give after all the, the great products that he put out. I mean, this, if you want to release some of those stuff or some of the verses that people gave you, do it in the deluxe later on. But for right then, where was that? It didn't add up to me. So I felt like that project was a little bit overrated. Oh, so real, real quick, what I, I was going to say that, like, I didn't, no disrespect again, whether X was alive or not, I didn't need a DMX album. You know what I'm saying? So, so for me, I wouldn't really. Uh, I, said, I said that off the mic yeah. too. So I mean, I don't want to, uh, yeah, I don't want to come off as as disrespectful or anything like that. We know X is a legend. So 
for me, it didn't really disappoint me because like if he was, uh, you know, God bless him. If he was alive, I really wouldn't have been checking for the album like that anyway. So I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. I skimmed through the features that I wanted to hear. Um, I thought the joint with the locks was dope. Um, I, I I like what he did with Griselda. And then like, I don't know, I think whole verses were like from 2012 or something like that. I heard Um I like Nas verse on the song. And then after that, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't even listen to anything else. I can't even give it a proper judgment because I probably wouldn't even really checked it if had he been alive either way. So just my two cents. Yeah, I just want to add on that, too. That was going to be mine, honestly. But um, I didn't listen to it fully through because I didn't want to. You know, no disrespect with X, but when I heard certain songs, it sounded like it was an album featuring X. You feel what I'm saying? It seemed like it was like people that pieced together. So it's always with these projects that's like that. It's like uh, you have to, it has to be organic. You know what I'm saying? How, how it's being made. And when these uh, projects that's like, you know, um, after someone has passed, a lot of them are being rushed. So you're thinking like, all right, he did this when he was alive. But if I'm not mistaken, I think Swiss even said that when he did the verses, he he loved the way the young the young crowd was loving him. He wanted to give them something, you know, to remember him by. My whole thing is that, no, you don't have to do that. They can still listen to your old catalog and love you the same. You know what I'm saying? So like, like you were stating, it didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was alive when he came, when he when he recorded it, it didn't feel right. And he, he seemed like it just seemed like an older DMX, which we knew it was. But it, I don't need to hear him on the track with Griselda to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't need to hear that. It's a different kind of flow, different kind of feel to it. Um, so I totally agree with that. It would have been mine, but I I didn't listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Fully through. So I, I didn't want to just say that, but yeah, I'm with you. And that was one of the better tracks, man. The Griselda one on that album. I mean, because this some of that, like the Wayne one, I'm telling you, like just the that one was trash to me. Uh, the Bono, we said, uh, yeah, bon, bon, yeah, Bono, 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 yeah, Bono, Bono. Yeah, yeah, whoever that was, that trash, yeah, it, I, it, it's not, it wasn't made for me, it's made to be on the end of some music, uh, some movie. Uh, they win or something like that. That's that's what the you see something come up again later on down the line, and then that uh the second Nas feature on that was good, but that first Jay and Nas was just eh, lukewarm, and uh, the Usher song was was good. That was it. The Snoop was just plain skippable. Yeah, it was it was sad. It's sad. <laughs> it, it was sad, man. It was too much. Too much Swiss. And you know you either love or hate Swiss, but most of his production I like from early to when Rough Riders was about to fizzle out. You know what I mean? That's where my Swiss production really, where I grew to love it. But past that and the things that he's done, I haven't really been a fan of. So, like you said, Prez, man, it was too early to bring this out. Like, take time. You mentioned Pop Smoke, uh, Big Big's um posthumous album that that was dope also i mean there's been a lot of other joints um sean price like it's, it's been a lot of other joints that have come out from people that passed away passed away to where people did it right you don't have to rush it man like anytime an x project come his fans are gonna come with it but take take the time to curate the sound man and for jay to not even not even update the verse i was like that was crazy to me to hear that you know what i mean so it just it was all downhill from there, man. I hate hate to say it, man, but yeah, that that's a bad one. But 
As for me, man, my overrated <laughs> my overrated album of the year is clearly um, DJ Khaled's Khaled Khaled. I, I, how many times can I continue to hear a bunch of people put them together and let, let's see what happens? Like they they make this dude seem like he Barry Gordy in the studio. <laughs> like he could just do anything and and <laughs> just let it fly. And it's it's great in the way. Fat Joe be bigging him up. I get it. I, I get it. That's you know what man. I'm saying? Yeah. But that's his man, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's not good. It, it's not good. Sorry, not sorry. That shit was like that. That beat and that hook. Toss it in the trash can. You know what I'm saying? Like I like that joint. Jay and Hove came with the verses. Yeah, Jay, yeah, Jay and I, I, I like the verses. Yeah, the verses. I just. Great. Yeah, yeah. They did their thing. You know what I'm saying? I like the way Nas is talking, you know, as far as, you know, how he's doing angel investing and all the things that he's he's doing later on in his career. I mean, these songs are going to be big in the summertime, and, and I get it. When I'm outside, that's probably when I want to hear it. But outside of that, I probably wouldn't listen to a Khaled album. You know what I mean? It, and it doesn't have that staying power as far as bangers, man. So, Word. so yo, we talk about that. We talk about that cash on, on our pod when we say like what music is like. It has to be with the environment you're in to really appreciate it, right? So we're coming out of a pandemic to a certain point. So during this time, people can find to their cribs and or, or, you know, small proximity of people can't have, you're not really at functions like that. So you listen to lyrics right now. So you're, you're hearing like, yo, if it makes sense with lyrics, I can really go into it. But But if you... Are out at a club or chilling, driving, doing whatever, and you know, Amigos track come on, and and straightening come on, it's a different feel to it than if you're sitting in your, in your crib watching, listening yeah, to it. It's different. So I think with albums like Khaled, it's one of those things where it, it wasn't the time for the album. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like no one's not going to be out there unless you're in Miami or a little too early. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe you're in Miami or you in Atlanta or whatever. They out. They, they've been open for a while. So if you out there, they dance to that. But like, if you're not like that, you ain't gonna rock with it. I mean, I don't rock with it either. But that's probably why. And I and I love Khaled. Khaled's a, a great guy. Seems to be like his hospitality's on another level. You just heard, uh, watched the Migos interview. They was talking about how he put. Him, he's a great guy. You know, to me, he's now. I feel like the old guy in the room when I listen to Khaled. He's remixing some of my favorite records. Yeah, like 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 hitmaker. Not doing him any justice. <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah, man. But sometimes he does well. Sometimes he does well. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. yeah. But Khaled is not doing a. He's putting the wrong people on remixes that I love. You know what I mean? Like, I for, I forgot the the song that he came out. Lil Wayne come on in the beginning, but he just ruined it, man. Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't good, man. So that's that's my overrated overrated album so far through the mid year, man. So in our final sample, look back, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, just giving you a little taste of what we didn't had out there before comes from episode one forty eight, and it's speaking on. Kanye and his antics, our love and hate relationship with Kanye goes back and forth. And this is uh, very evident. This was a part of the Kanye that we did not like. So uh, this is from episode 148, and it's Kid Cudi versus Kanye. Well, Cash, you forgot one thing. And I, you know what? Since you, you left it out, I'll go ahead and ease his own into it. And that's where we'll kind of start off at. Yeah, Cash, I ain't going to let damn you slide. It, it, I ain't going to let damn. you slide. You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, man. Your your boy cannot stay at these headlines. He's chasing him. He's chasing him. Uh, you would think you you would think a forty something year old man 
who's my be boy? comfortable who's with himself and where he going know. in life. We talking about, I don't know what he want to be called. Is it Kanye? Is it Kanye West? Is it uh, Tenna? Is it I Am A God? Is it uh, Yeezy? Is it Yeezus? Is it, uh, you know, uh, just Ye? I don't, what, I what don't is he know, going man. by? I, 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 it finally got me. It's, here's something I can't, I can't defend these, these, these actions, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Ah, man. Let, let, let the people, let the people uh, know why, why we have Ye leading off. Okay. So we bringing up, we bringing up Kanye, cause Kanye, as y'all know, is coming out with Donda 2. Uh, which he alluded to at the beginning of the year that he was going to come out with future producing. And just, that, that's enough. Like, I, I was literally talking to somebody the other day about this. Uh, you know, when I, after I had spent, took Monday off. Monday was my uh, wife's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Survive. You know, we took out and everything. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I'm talking to somebody uh, about this, man. I was just like, why is Kanye... Do these things. It's not for the publicity. Like you can't tell me that Ye is a less is a less popular artist than J Cole. I don't want to hear. I, I, we know he's better. His brand, everything that he does, is better. And J Cole can drop a silent drop like album, you know, and just release it, and it's gonna do numbers. Not many people got to do the promotion like they do, like they used to do back in the day. Drake just puts a black billboard up with a couple words up in here. Hey, this person's on the album and that's, that's enough. So why do we continually get these antics or some people saying like, Oh, he's just trying to promote the album. You don't need these antics no more. You don't. So what I'm getting to Kanye put out a tweet and just basically said, Kid Cudi is not going to be part, a part of his album. Now, as we know, just Kanye, uh, he has a collaboration when he's building albums and stuff like that. I'm giving, I'm going to use that word, collaboration, instead of what what it used to be called. You know what I mean? What is going to be ghostwriting? Uh, came but, into uh, the game like that. Came he has collaboration. Like that, so, yeah, yeah, he came he came in like that, and a big shift and pivot. And where he went was when he got Kid Cudi in "808" and "Heartbreaks" and a lot of those songs, and a lot of those songs after that, and things of that nature. The the big ones. I remember flashing lights, like all the, all those like great hits. Like some of them is mm-hmm. Kid Cudi involved. Like they make good music together. You know, they must did a solo little project together. You know what I mean? Kid See Ghost. So great, great music. Those two team up, they're amazing together. But some kind of way, it's always some friction or something up in there. And for the past couple of times, it's been more hinted at Kanye's attitude towards relationship than anything, right? So Kanye goes out there and say he will not be on the album because he's a friend of you know who. Who he's alluding to is uh, Pete Davidson. So from what I'm hearing, they was friends before. Whatever happened through Kanye, I don't know how long that's been going on. I don't, I'm not in their inner circle, so it may, it may be some little personal stuff. He may have started trying to get at his wife way before then and and uh, kick Cuddy knows. But as a 40-year-old man, your business is your business. Why put I all I your know. business? Ain't no gossip site. TMZ ain't reporting this. Why are you putting out all your business out there and getting everybody involved in it? That, that's the part that kind of irked me when I seen his little message. And it's just like, like I said, the stuff that he do outside of music, Kanye, Kanye does some good things. I don't like the direction of his last couple albums with all the little churchy tones and stuff like this. I haven't liked all that. Other people still do. His music still rings in, in, in certain circles, right? So 
but the outside kind of affects me now because I hear too much of it going into any album that he's going to that just takes me away from like, man, do I even want to continue to support that, man? Like, and that's where it gets me. He forces us into these situations. We take one step forward and we'll get to this song a little bit later when we talk about some of the singles. We take one step forward, we get Diet Coke from Pusha T. Yay Purdue or 88 Keys and Yay and and the multitude of other composers on here. But you know, you know, Yay's hands is all all in this as well. So I'm like, yeah, he doing this type of stuff for for a push and we could expect another Daytona type push of vibe and we're going to be good this spring or whenever the pro, you know, project comes. And then here comes this tweet. I mean, I'm a, I got to ask you, Chris, as a 40 year old man yourself with a lot of gray in your beard and a lot of wisdom. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't Go believe ahead. we've ever acted like this. We have mutual friends together. I don't think we have anybody that we don't rock with, like, or I have a really angst against, but we've never been like that. Like, if we don't like somebody, we just don't fuck with them. That don't mean you can't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of shit exactly. is that? Like, I mean, I get it. The wife and all that, you know, Pete Davidson being around in the past, but fam. I mean, if we really keeping it a buck, Kim has kept it really cordial with him throughout this whole process. So whoever she wants to date, once she calls it quits, you have to, this is classic narcissism, man. Like you have to fall back. Like she could date who she was to date, man. Whether it was one of your friends from the past or not, it's over. It's done. She, she can go do whatever she wants. Maybe Pete wasn't rocking with her or trying to holler at her on the side all along. That's neither here nor there. You did what you did. Y'all are no longer together. You have no say-so, brother. You know, all of these antics with North being on TikTok and him having something to say about that. It's just reeks of a man that's not in control. And now he's just tweeting out shit like, with Cuddy. come on, man. Cuddy, Cuddy has given you a lot in terms of just music. You know what I mean? Being a contributor to what you do. You know, one of your your best albums and you he has a lot of them you know uh i don't know man what's the joint with devil in um devil in the boot dress why am i blanking um on this on this album anyway I, yeah my dog fantasy get the long ass title out my beautiful d- twisted dark fantasy yeah he had yeah, 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 yeah. his hands involved in all of that and then what happens we have a point to where Friction arises, and this has absolutely nothing to do with Kid Cudi. I don't even think that Kid Cudi and Pete Davidson are that tight of boys for this to even be an issue. But yet, Kanye brings it up. And I guess out there in Hollywood, man, all publicity is good publicity, you know, even if it's stupid shit like this. I don't I don't even know why his time is occupied with this. So, you know, I don't even want to give Kanye that much more light to the platform in terms of this stupid shit. If it, if it ain't about music, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, man. I don't really want to talk about this, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is what I've been saying for the longest. Y'all keep bringing them up and like y'all keep saying it. And like, it, it's almost to the point, I don't want to review his albums. Like, cause... <laughs> It's clown shit. But we got it's, to. It's, clown it's, shit, it's right? like his music. I got. I got to try to say. I got to try to separate the music from it. And it's just like to a point where. But but me, 
Like, brother, this dude is. I wouldn't mess with him. Like, like, if, like if it, at a certain point, even if we was friends before, bro, I'm cutting y'all. Like, it, it, this is just ridiculous. Like, you ain't gonna make me choose who I want to hang out with. Like, we ain't married. <laughs> we're, we're friends. You know what I mean? Like, so wow. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't like them, whatever. Like, okay, I won't hang out with the person while you're not around. Wild, man. Believe me, I don't. I don't. It, it, we don't know what they talking about, but I'm pretty sure. They ain't talking about Kanye when they yeah, when he's they the chatted last up. thing. Like I can avoid the last certain thing things. on my mind if I have <laughs> if I'm if I'm Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian in front of me. Kanye's the last thing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. And that does it for episode 174. This was a look back, catch up, whatever. Just give you a little taste of what other type of content that we put out here at Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Um, we'll be back to a regular episode next week. Uh, so, uh, come out and join us, subscribe, uh, if you haven't already and, uh, go back for yourself, revisit some of the past episodes. Tell us what are your favorites on here. And with that said, I'm out.